Hello and welcome back to the Fat Loss Fundamentals podcast. This is the official episode one, the first episode where I'll be giving you proper bloody weight loss advice. And to kick things off, I'm going to be talking about all things weight loss for menopausal and perimenopausal women, because this is the main target market for fat loss fundamentals. And going through menopause presents a very particular and annoying and frustrating set of problems when it comes to weight loss. So I'm going to be talking through, you know, why weight loss may be more difficult when you're going through menopause, the struggles that you'll be having, and how I work with women going through menopause and help them to lose weight despite it feeling like everything is stacked up against them Um, and I also talk you know about the particulars with coming up with exercise plans coming up with nutrition plans um, and also managing their energy because that is a very important thing that we have to consider so when you're going through menopause I'm sure you'll know this but your levels of estrogen progesterone and testosterone all plummet which presents itself in your body through losing muscle, muscle atrophy, and also gaining body fat around the abdomen in particular. Now, a lot of women think that during menopause, your uh, metabolism slows down, and this doesn't actually happen. There's no evidence around this. The reason why a lot of people gain fat during this time is because movement drops off, Um, It may be that you're sat down a little bit longer than usual or you're feeling achy and you have pains. So you're far less likely to do planned exercise slash move around. And this obviously leads to less energy expenditure in the day, which therefore means low, you know, less calories burnt. Um, Metabolism doesn't actually slow down until 65, which is way past going through menopause. The reason why some people think that they, you know, are more likely to gain weight is because because you get what's called the middle age spread, um, and that body fat, due to the plummeting estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, will gather around your lower belly. Um, so this causes you to look down and see body fat in places where you've never had it before. It's very confronting, um, and it can cause mental spirals. So this is exactly how I go about working with menopausal women. Now, the main thing that we're looking at changing is their exercise routine and the thing that we're considering mostly is enjoyment because it doesn't matter you know how many calories burpees burn if you don't enjoy doing them you will not stick to that routine for more than two weeks Um, so the main thing we're looking for is enjoyment this could be dancing swimming you know out in the ocean paddle boarding um, just walking the dog whatever we can do to get you moving will be the best thing for you Um, but there are things that I do push my clients to do. So the main form of training that I'm looking at is resistance training. Now, this isn't going to the gym, swinging weights, getting bulky um, and looking like Hulk Hogan. No, instead, we're looking at doing resistance training, mostly at home for the most clients I work with. Um, Really slow reps, time under tension. And the reason why we're doing this is not to gain new muscle in particular, but it's to prevent muscle loss because losing muscle can decrease your ability to live independently. It will slow down your metabolism, but it will also prevent injuries and it will strengthen your joints, which as you know, when you age, you may need to get a hip replacement. So we can offset that as much as possible. And there's a really nice quote that I read and it says that while aging is inevitable and we're all going to get older, nothing we can do about it, getting frail isn't inevitable. Um, and I've got that I know of two friends they've both got grandparents who are the same age and the difference between they're both 80 the difference between 
the two people is mesmerizing one of them has to be helped out of chairs this isn't to do with arthritis it's literally just because she's stopped moving her body and the other person is much more mobile and resistance training can really help you live happier and more able for much longer so resistance training is a key focus the other things we're looking at is doing some high impact exercise which is jumping skipping running nothing too much you know literally just 15 minutes a week um and this is because it's good for the joints and it will help improve your bone density the next thing we're looking at is low impact work um, and low intensity cardio and this is mainly to help give you mental clarity and prevent brain fog so you know walking in the park with the dog would be a great way to do this or going for a swim if you have access to a pool or the ocean or a body of water um, clear your head and also help you sleep at night which is something that does happen uh, during menopause you find it harder to fall asleep or you may wake up in the night and the last factor we're looking at is mobility and stretching again to help aid sleep but also you know if you are doing resistance training it's important for you to be able to go down into that deep squat to make the most out of your resistance training you also don't want to feel like you have niggles you don't want to be super stiff in the morning um and we want to help you live freely as long as possible. Now, the main player for weight loss, as I'm sure you'll know if you've listened to my content for a while, is nutrition. And the same with the weight, the exercise routine. We need the diet to be something that you enjoy and you can stick to. Because a diet shouldn't have an expiry date. A diet literally just means the foods that you eat every single day. So if you want to lose weight, yes, of course you can't eat you know chocolate and drink wine every single day but you can fit those foods into your your week and I encourage you to because if you can do that you will stick to your diet and it will adhere to it for far longer so the main thing is enjoyment then the other considerations come in is a high protein diet now this is good for two reasons the first one is that if you eat more protein you will prevent that muscle loss so when you're losing weight you open yourself up to losing muscle and fat and we want to just lose fat so having high protein diet will prevent that muscle loss the second thing is that protein is the far most satiating macronutrient you can consume this takes a long time to chew and to digest and it'll keep you feeling full i bet that if you had a chicken breast you probably wouldn't want something to eat afterwards um, if you had it in isolation so you know when your parents say oh if you're hungry just have something from the fruit bowl and you roll your eyes and you don't want to do it a test that i give my clients is the chicken breast test and if they eat a chicken breast and they still want food afterwards they are allowed to have it because then they are genuinely hungry um so a high protein diet is important the other thing we're looking for is nutrient dense foods now while the amount of calories you eat will determine how much weight you lose what those calories are made up of will determine how you feel you could just eat mcdonald's and as long as you were within your calories you would lose weight but you would feel crap and it would also be very hard for you to stay within those calories because the food is so hyper palatable and easy to go down your neck that you would just want to overeat it um so we're looking for nutrient-dense foods so you feel good and we're also looking for high fiber foods again to increase that satiation now the other factors we're looking for with coaching and this is where having an online coach is um in my opinion better than having a pt is because you know when you do pt there is a lot of focus on that one session you beast yourself once a week and then you go and you're left to your own devices with online coaching and with group coaching models 
we look at the other 23 hours in the day where things can go wrong. So you've got your food covered, you've got your exercise plan in place, but you've also got that accountability because, you know, while losing weight is straightforward in principle, in theory, eat less, move more, sticking to that when the kids are going fucking mental, when you've got a job that's stressful, when you've got a partner who you may have to cook for, when you feel tired, grumpy, drained, and you just want to sit in a fondue of chocolate having someone there to help you out and to keep you accountable is so crucial because I will quit on you far less than you will quit on yourself I will not quit on you in short um so you know having someone there to help you through those tough days is in your favor um the other things we're looking at is the sleep routine now there is no magic wand to sleep. I don't recommend taking melatonin because it can disrupt your natural cycle. Um, The main things we're looking at is improving sleep hygiene. So an hour before bed, off all screens, try and read something, Um, nothing, you know, that's to do with battle or war killing because your heart rate will just spike before bed, which isn't going to help you sleep. Um, The other things we're looking at is um, you know, reducing your caffeine and capping that at 12 p.m. I know this is a hard thought but it's really important and also trying to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day because our bodies love routine think about it the menstrual cycle the circadian rhythm we like routines and rhythms so if you can you know commit to going to bed at 10 p.m and waking up at six or seven every day your body will quickly fall into that routine um now the other elements we're looking at are meal planning Um, because we know that if you've got a plan in place, you're more likely to stick to it. So I don't agree with meal prepping. I don't think eating chicken, broccoli and rice every day is a pleasurable way to lose weight. But if you can write down and share, you know, your meal plan with someone, you'll be far more likely to stick to it. So work out what foods are easy to take to work, what foods are easy to have at home, what meals are, you know, family friendly and can be enjoyed by all. Um, And then the last thing we're looking at is planning in social occasions. So, you know, suppose on a Friday night, it's known that um, one of my clients has a takeaway, perhaps of their partner. We fit that into their week of calories and we come up with a plan to make that happen. So we're looking at everything. Um, There's no one size fits all approach. And it's down to, you know, me and the team of coaches to help come up with a plan that works for you. But if this is something that you think you'd benefit from, then please consider the new program launching on the 21st of August, Break the Yo-Yo. It's a group coaching model aimed at women in particular aged 40 to 60 who have done yo-yo diets their whole life and who want to change. You get workout plans, you get individualized calorie targets, but the main thing you get is a community of women in the same position as you who want to succeed and who want to do well. So we'll be doing weekly Zoom calls bi-weekly twice a week we'll be doing check-in feedback there'll be a community we can ask questions and we'll give you the answers um, and there'll be a hell of a lot more resources for you in the program I'm really fucking buzzing about this and I genuinely think it's going to change the way that coaches approach uh, their clients and and how coaches help their clients and I think it's going to change the game uh, for weight loss programs so if that sounds like something that would interest you click the priority link in the caption and you can get signed up thank you for the support on the podcast so far and i look forward to helping you further